It's One Louder Podcast. Your host, PJ Pat's passion for rock, hard rock, and heavy metal will no doubt please all headbangers as he explores the world of the rock star from a musician's perspective. Enjoy the show. Hello, rock world out there. This is your rock friend, PJ Pat, and my trustworthy partner in crime, as always, Emmanuel. What's going on, Emmanuel? We're here today to read you an article from this amazing magazine that I had picked up back in 2010. It's Guitar Legends Magazine, and it's entitled The 30 Greatest Classic Rock Guitar Heroes. Look at that. Special Collector's Edition. Not sure if that means they only released a a very limited run of this magazine or it's just something that gets you to pay more for it. Who knows? Either way, it worked on me. And here we go. Here I have it. And uh, happy I have it to this day. Um, so this was released uh, 2010. The world's greatest guitarists interviewed and profiled. Obviously, there are 30 in here. And uh, I mean, just looking at these names on one page uh, just blows you away. For example, Jeff Beck, there's Brian May, Joe Perry, Keith Richards, obviously, Pete Townsend, Eddie Van Halen. I could go on and on. But, but today, I want to highlight one of my favorite guitar players, Billy Gibbons, right here. Look at that. I saw him a couple of years ago when he played up here, and he played in this small-ish venue. It wasn't too crazy. I think I probably it probably fit around 5,000 people, and they were awesome. I mean, who knows how old they are? I mean, they could be 103 for all I know, and uh, they still jammed out they still rocked out and it was just amazing to see these legends up there on stage in complete awe and the reason why billy gibbons is one of my favorite guitar players um obviously he plays the blues right but their own kind of blues the texan blues Um, and there's no one that really sounds like them one of the reasons he's my favorite guitar player is his tone that very distinguished tone where you hear one note from the guy and you know it's him you know, that's when you can tell yeah. a guitar player that is set apart from the rest. You just hear one note from that's any song, and you know, oh, that's Gibbons. You knew, not sure. sure if you knew this, but Billy Gibbons was Jimi Hendrix's favorite guitar player because of his tone. Uh, happy to bring you this article. Happy to read this article for you. And hopefully you get enjoyment out of this and you learn a thing or two. Reprinted from Guitar World, March 1991. Wow. All right, here we go. Billy Gibbons. ZZ Top's eccentric axlinger draws inspiration from the blues, rock, and electro-pop. What is it about the blues that attracted you? The backbeat. The two and a four major head snap. Plus, it was cool because her parents hated it. He laughs. Guitar World asks, Because the band's appearance is so unusual and its videos are so clever, it's very easy to believe that ZZ Top lived the lyrics of their songs. In that way, the band comes close to capturing the essence of those legendary country bluesmen. Gibbons responds, you're right. Cond is no longer picked by hand, so the problem is, how do you go about writing fresh blues? The blues deals with the highest of highs, the lowest of lows, and all points in between. So we had to create surrealistic entities that could handle those extreme mood swings. It seemed that this was the only legitimate way to approach it. We like to think of ourselves as a Salvador Dali of the Delta. You've mentioned that Bo Diddley was one of your big influences. Like you, he was known for his odd-shaped guitars, great rhythm chops, and unusual stage clothing. Gibbon says, He was a perfect bridge between Delta Blues and rockers like Chuck Berry. Bo's tone, which was produced by a custom Gretsch guitar and two Deer Armand single-coil pickups set in the middle toggle position, and a magnetone amp, 
That's kind of crazy how he knows that. Was dramatically different. He didn't sound like anyone else. His sound combined with his array of bizarre rectangular guitars made him a real hero. The fact that a major manufacturer built him a special guitar also intrigued me. I thought, who is this guy? How did he get Gretsch to make him a guitar? He's still one of the most fascinating figures in American rock and roll. Interestingly, his sound seems to be making a comeback. Recently, I've heard a couple of records featuring his distinct rhythm tone. I guess it's taken the music world 30 years to finally crack the code. He laughs. It's still a fine sound. Guitar World asks, Who else influenced your sound? Dusty Hill, the bass player, and I recently compared notes on that subject and came up with the obvious. B.B. King, Muddy Waters, Jimmy Reed, Helen Wolf, John Lee Hooker, and Albert Collins. But some of the more obscure influences include Terry Simpson, who played with a Texas outfit called The Raiders. They had several instrumental hits in the 60s, including Stick Shift, Motivation, and Raising Cain. The Nightcaps out of Dallas were also a big influence. Beginning with Eliminator, ZZ Top's whole production style changed. The primary difference can be heard in the rhythm section. Where many groups sweeten their sound by adding synthesized strings, bell tones, you took the opposite route by doubling bass lines with fat, analog-style synths. At times, those doubled bass lines were supplemented with additional 16th-note bass ostinatos. How did that approach evolve? We had recorded El Loco and Delego with everyone in separate booths, and we hated it. It felt too sterile. It really bothered us to be connected with headphones and microphones. So at the outset of Eliminator, we decided to record in a circle as a band unit in one room. I say that's the only way to record music these days. Actually, since the beginning of time. You want that live feel and you want to feed off each other's energy and you want to look at the person you're playing with and capture that moment, right? I always believe like a record is just a capture of that moment in time. And it always amazes me, maybe outside of Rush, <laughs> playing live, how you know bands play the exact same or it sounds the exact same way as a record. That's okay maybe when it's like really complicated music, like prog right. rock where you can't really get outside of that song too much maybe you can have some jam parts here and there but bands that kind of stick to the song and play exactly the same way that always intrigued me a little bit on how they would do that okay back to the article out of that group focus came a new attention to tempo we started playing to click tracks drum machines and sequencers for added precision and found that we enjoyed it it also had a positive impact on tightening up our playing if you'll notice, the timing on Eliminator is tighter than our previous records. We started adhering to a stringent observance of tempo. ZZ Top becomes a four-piece band when Mr. Time arrives. Yeah, I can get that. That's kind of odd though, right? Like they're playing live and they're feeling each other out, yet they're sticking to a click? That's really interesting. That's really interesting. So you kind of get that live, live feel, but that rigid rhythm going but if there's any band that can pull off that and still grooving it'd be ZZ Top your tone is instantly recognizable what would you say is at the heart of it Gibbons replies tone goes hand in hand with delivery and I credit our producer Bill Ham for coaching me on where the note should fall you can really thicken the guitar track by laying back just a breath from the downbeat that way the guitar isn't competing directly with the bass and drums for space it's surprising how much that little trick can add to a track. Also, it's hard to get that great sound nowadays with all the wonderful equipment on the market. I'm particularly impressed with Tubeworks Moss Valvamp. 
It's just a wildest thing. We use the MOS valve in our usual assortment of fenders and marshals. GW comments, You were close friends and musical colleagues with Stevie Ray Vaughan. Can, Can you give us some words of reminiscence? He was a tremendous player and a tremendous person. There was a real beautiful sense of closure at Stevie Ray's memorial service. We talked a lot about the old days. One thing in particular stood out in my mind. I remember playing a private dance club in Dallas called Arthur's. Stevie Ray was 16 at the time, asked to sit in. His older brother, Jimmy, was sitting on the sidelines. So I kind of looked over at him, and he just shrugged his shoulders. He didn't say a word. So I let Stevie jump on stage with his red SG. He plugged in and just started wailing. I looked over at Jimmy, who was grinning with a look on his face that said, Yeah, he's my little brother. He was so proud. I don't think anyone should harbor any long-term sadness, though. You must grieve the loss to the fullest, but I think he graced us with a great memory and a sense of purpose. All right, there's a little essentials section here detailing some facts about Billy Gibbons. Born December 16th, 1949, Tanglewood, Texas. Bands, The Moving Sidewalks, and ZZ Top. Guitar. Guitars. Gibson Les Paul, including 1959 Sunburst Pearly Gates, Gibson Les Paul Jr., Fender Esquire, Fender Strat, Gretsch Jupiter Thunderbird, John Bolin Supermodel, Dean Zed, or Z for my American friends, Spinning Fur, and others, obviously. Did you know Gibbons often uses a peso coin in place of a standard guitar pick? Huh, interesting. Select Selected albums, Tres Hombres, Fandago, Actually, there's an exclamation point, so Fandango! Eliminator. All right. Well, there it is. Look at that. And he's holding his Gretsch in the picture. Very cool. What struck me with Billy Gibbs as well, outside of his amazing guitar playing, is his fashion sense. He has this elder statesman kind of look, but it's so cool. You know, it's uh, it's really unmatched. And uh, I love his these little... I don't know what you call him, but these little toques that he wears, that's kind of his trademark thing. And it looks really cool on him. Um, he's probably bald underneath, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> he always has his sunglasses on. When I went to see him in concert a couple years ago, yeah, he had he pretty much looked exactly like this on stage and didn't even break a sweat. It was just amazing to see. He always has really cool jewelry too, you know, the necklaces and the rings and the... The, the bracelets. All right, let's give it up for Billy Gibbons. I hope you learned a thing or two about the man himself. Amazing. Go check out his albums. If you're not familiar with ZZ Top, I mean, what, what, what else can I say? I mean, Stop what you're doing right now. Go to your streaming service, type it in, listen to top songs, and you tell me if you're not blown away by what you hear. Please mark down in the comments what your favorite guitar player is. I'd love to be surprised by male or female. I know there's a ton of YouTube virtuosos out there, so include that. Um, I'm not up to speed on those. I'm more kind of the old school uh, guitar listener and, and music listener, but I uh, would love to discover the new, new people just carrying a torch. All right, well, before I let you go, I know Emmanuel wants to share a joke with you. What's a centipede's favorite ZZ Top song? She's got legs. Ha <laughs> ha!